there, mystical friends, and welcome back to the Modern Moon Mystic Podcast, your astrology forecast and wellness podcast, and I'm your host, Angela. Hi there, mystical friends, welcome back. I hope you had a good week. If you're tuning in the release date of this episode or around that congratulations you made it through a crazy week probably one of the most intense weeks uh, astro- astrologically speaking of this year so congratulations good job and also if you're listening in this Sunday or around that time we're still under the influence and the energy of the full moon so happy full moon you still have time if you didn't get to do all of your full moon rituals you still have time to do that I dropped an extra episode for that too so if you want to listen into that Take your time, sit down, and tuning to that energy. And before we dive into this week's uh, astrology, I do have one thing to share and to celebrate. I do have uh, over 100 plays of the podcast already. So thank you so much for supporting me. If you like the show, and the show is available now on all uh, podcast platforms and if you like like it you can please leave me a review or drop a five stars uh, or follow the show that will be amazing it really makes a huge difference and uh, yeah with that let's let's just dive in all right All right, so let's dive into the astrology of this week from Monday the 18th of April through Sunday the 24th of April. And we have two exact transits on Monday. Before we get or before I get into those two transits, I just wanted to explain a little bit more about transit or say a little bit more about it. I was asked this week, so what what exactly is a transit? And in astrology, a transit uh, refers to the ongoing movement of the planets. We also count the sun and the moon as planets. And when they form an exact angle to each other. And it's usually two planets and sometimes it can be more as well. Uh, The bigger ones, there are more than these, but the bigger ones are a square, which is 90 degree angle. There is a sextile, which is 60 degrees, a trine, that is 120 degrees. The opposition, so two planets are exactly opposite each other, which is 180 degrees. And then a conjunction that is zero degrees, so the planets kind of sit on top of each other. So that just a little bit to understand that a little more. So going back to Monday, Monday the 18th, we have two transits. One is a 
very beautiful one, an easy one, and then we have one that is a little bit uh, <laughs> not 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 so easy to flow through. And probably this not so easy one is going to overshadow the easy one. That, but the easy one is going to make the harder one a tiny easier, if that makes sense. Now, um Let's start with the let's start with the good one. I don't want to really talk about good and bad. Let's say start with the easy one. Um, the easy one is Venus, which is our values, uh, our pleasure, beauty, love, aesthetics. Forms a sextile again that is sixty degrees, and sextile again is a nice flowing energy but we need to use the energy to move something, make something work. So Venus sextile Uranus. And Uranus is in Taurus here. Venus is in Pisces. The special thing about it is that uh, Taurus is ruled by Venus. So there's a little bit more Venus than than uh, Uranus here. Uranus is uh, all about originality, individualism, eccentric, inspirational, but also the unexpected. So because it is a sextile, which is that nice flowing energy if we use it it's gonna be a lovely transit it is exactly if you like to know that at 13 degrees and 49 minutes and is exact at 2 15 a.m so like i said it's a lovely transit it's a good day to attract new friends so venus is about connections about friendships and Uranus, it's about the unexpected, the new. So putting these two together, it's if you like to go out and meet with new people, it's going to be an easier day to get to know people or make friends on this day. If you are looking for an exciting, exciting break from your routine, that is supporting you if you want to go out and do something you've never done before it's a good day or to mingle on a party not that we have our party on mondays right maybe you do good for you and um you will find yourself more interesting and people will find you more interesting you will find other people more interesting So on the same day on Monday, we have the bummer one <laughs> and the bummer one is the sun forms and sun is our vitality our core energy or conscious, our personality and the sun forms a square, which suggests squares is a tension, suggests conflict between two planets. Uh, forms a square with Pluto. So Sun forms a square with Pluto. And Pluto is the planet of transformation on the good side, on the negative side, uh, controlling this destruction, obsessions, and is exact at 10.14 a.m. at 28 degrees and 34 minutes. 
was talking this week also to someone asking about the degrees. So we have degrees between zero and 30 in each, in each uh, sign. And when they go towards the 30, so this one is at 28 and 34, so we could round it up to 29, means it is really intense. So the closer it is towards 30, the more intense it's going to be. So let's talk about this one, this bummer. Like I said, square, two planets are in 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 attention with each other and it just seems like this ugh. so this one because it's our sun our vitality uh, forms that square with Pluto which is transformation but is also obsession can make you feel or make you obsess about things it is really testing your strength on, on who you are. Remember that who you are is your sun, your vitality. Now, the more, think about that, the more you know who you really truly are, the less this is gonna affect you probably. Because if you don't know who you are, if you don't shine your light, you're unsure about things, you start to look into other things into and compare yourself to other people. And then that's like, you know, chasing bad feelings, chasing bad feelings. You are gonna manifest bad things happen to you. So if you focus on negative things, negative things, you're going to see negative things, negative, negative things can happen to you, but you also, your focus is so on the negative, you don't see the positive things, right? Like looking out in the world and the bigger picture, we could see power struggles, um, people, uh, using their power in, like going overboard with their power, like in a really negative way. And you might see that with other people, but you might also realize that you are doing that. So maybe you are using your power to try to convince people to do things or, you know, you just have the desire to move people or things in a direction that is out of proportion. On the good side, you might be able to release something because these things come up. And if you are aware when these things come up, you are able to recognize it and then you're able to release whatever doesn't serve you. Or when you see that, you know, these things just, they just don't feel good. Right. And you, when you start obsessing about these things and then you let them come to the surface and you know feel them through and then maybe you're able to to let it go so just as that reminder here those negative obsessions might come up in different ways notice them and see if you if you can let them go make sure you're not chasing those bad feelings if they're here uh, acknowledge them and uh, don't don't go into them too much. Don't lean into them too much. 
definitely don't go out compare yourself to your frenemies or cyber stalk your frenemies uh everything that you know seems obsessive try to avoid that on Tuesday the sun moves into Taurus so Taurus season starts we're moving out of Aries into Taurus and that is lovely our Aries was all about you know starting the year starting that fresh that spark now we have all of that and we can kind of lean back and take a little break, smell the roses and just tap in into our sensuality and enjoy the things that we have. So Taurus, if you imagine the sign of the Taurus is the bull, which is very steady, which is moving not too fast, pretty slow, but it's grounded grounded and it's also sensual it is steady and so those are all the keywords for for Taurus season so grounding sensuality steadiness iron will values and relationships financial security stability pleasure can also go into a little bit too much go into greed but let's talk about the key things during this time so Taurus season is all about the material things possessions and also the non-material possessions or values that we have and the relationship that we have with those so it's a relationship to our resources, to our values, the things, the material things that we have in our life and how we deal with that, how we handle that, how, what importance or what part of, of our life that that takes, takes on. So think about your possessions think about the things that you own and for a moment think about if they serve you or not you know a lot of times we in this world have too many things and that is a misguided need of security you know we it's usually uh, out of lack of, of security that we start to build up and you know buy all these things and need to have all these things and we get too involved with these possessions and that can turn into that negative the spin into that negative that takes freedom away from us so this is a really good time to look at all the things that you own like physically go around the house look at what do you have what i'm looking at my books i have a million books i have to go through my books and see do, do i really need all these books or can i donate them, them to someone and that with all the material stuff that i have i 
go and sort out whatever I want to keep, what is for value to me and what is not anymore. Maybe it was at some point, but it's not anymore. So I'm ready to let it go. Same with my values. I reevaluate my values. What is important to me? Now I had this spark with Aries and now I get the chance to look at, okay, what is that really the way I want to head? Maybe I sparked something, maybe I started something and now I'm not sure. Do I really want to keep on that path, keep staying on that path or do I want to switch over and do something different? So it is a really beautiful time that we get to take a little bit of a step back and also while we do that to take it as a little moment that is a little slower to enjoy the things that we have to really appreciate the things that we have to sit down with that book to sit down with that crystal and take a moment and contemplate and enjoy the presence of it So I want to share a little bit more tools and things to do during Taurus season. So through April, Aries season should have seen a period of, you know, fresh starts and embracing inner confidence. And now we're ready to bring that down and ground those intentions into the earth or bringing that all down into the earth remember the steady bull the grounded bull all down to earth so think about this time to like i said sit back and you know enjoy the things that you have really you know sit back and enjoy the smell of the roses and that sense of steadiness of focus also and assisting to finding your center take that time for beauty steadiness and uh, Taurus season or Taurus is physically associated with the throat the neck the ears and the thyroid so everything that you can think about to nurture that part of your body you can start with very easy nice neck stretches so bring one ear down towards one shoulder relax that other shoulder down and then switch sides and then tuck the chin in towards the chest stretch the back side and then maybe lean back and open up the throat so very easy uh, neck stretches is really beneficial uh, anything with the ears so listen to music and sing and uh yeah that is also so singing is going to be beneficial for the ears but also for the throat and the neck so you'll have all that vibration in your neck which is which is really really um healing for the throat and the neck i am gonna go deeper into today into which crystal and essential oil to use uh, but before I do that, um, other things to do, think about everything with all the senses. So I was already talking about singing and listening to music, the ears, 
Um, also the sense of smell surround yourself with flowers with essential oils or anything that smells good enjoy food really beautiful um, during this time is to eat pasta with lots of veggies and venus is associated with carbs so that's why pasta and enjoy that without the guilt that we a lot of times have when we eat pasta leave that to the side add basil to your pasta and enjoy really enjoy with all the senses turn off any computer or phone that you have and just sit there in gratitude also for everything and everybody that brought that meal onto your table and then you enjoy it with all of your senses it is a really good time to get your thyroid levels tested just to make sure everything is right there and then sound baths are really beneficial for tourist season uh, because they stimulate especially of course the ears and the thyroid and the throat so the crystal to work with during tourist season is emerald and emerald is that beautiful beautiful green crystal it comes in two or more variations but the ones that we know are either the very expensive uh, gemstone quality or the other one is the non-expensive unpolished stone and i do have an unpolished stone that is just really really beautiful uh, emerald is of course the birthstone for taurus and is beautifully green and green is the color for Taurus it is rejuvenating and soothing for body and mind so if you think about that how to use that specifically for the body and the mind you can sit down with it and meditate for calming and soothing the mind you can wear it as a necklace as you do that or hold it in your hand and you could also make an elixir with it and if you want to do an elixir a very uh, easy one to do which is more like a crystal water than an elixir and i will add an extra episode um, in the future how to do these elixirs and what is the difference between elixirs and the waters in the water just to say it very simple you put the crystal in about about six hours or it can be any any time between at least two hours it should be in the water until uh, 24 hours and i always suggest to unless you are 100 percent sure that it is this specific crystal and it is pure and there is nothing else no other inclusions in the crystal that you do an, a non-direct that are indirect infusion of it and what that means is you don't put the crystal directly into the water but you put it in for example you put the crystal in a glass bowl 
and then you put it and then you have another bowl that is a bigger bowl you fill that with water and then you place the glass bowl with the crystal inside that water so the uh, crystal doesn't touch the water but it is kind of immersed in the water that is the indirect infusion of the water so that way if you have any specks in the crystal that could get into the water that are not healthy for your for your health I mean there could be lead in there and many many components that are toxic so we just want to be careful there and the effect is going to be the same it doesn't matter it's the same the crystal energy transfers through the glass into the water so you can do that leave it uh, you can either leave it inside the house I like to put it out in the sun and or in the moon because I like that specific energy in my water so you can do that and then you can drink it and that is rejuvenating for the physical body and soothing for the mind uh, generally emeralds brings luck and prosperity so keep it on you in a pocket or bracelet or just any type of jewelry brings attracts luck and prosperity it also attracts love and relationships in your life and also connected to the color green it opens your heart opens your heart chakra to be able to let love into your life and to give love and compassion back into the world it helps to balance your relationships which was a big theme in the last full moon to balance the relationships to kind of go into that deep dive and realize what am I giving what am I receiving and maybe noticing you know codependency and that kind of stuff in there to yeah just get a sense if the relationship is a healthy relationship or if it's not a healthy relationship really good to wear uh, emerald crystal of course right on top of your heart The essential oil that goes really well with emerald and with Taurus is geranium essential oil and there is a variety called rose geranium essential oil which is really beautiful smell is it has the same properties as geranium but smells more like roses and the color of it is really beautiful that really beautiful green color so that is my favorite if you can't find that just the regular geranium essential oil is amazing geranium is uh, steam distilled from the flowers of uh, the flowers called pelargonium gramolens and it dates back uh, back way back to ancient Egypt the the use of geranium and geranium has been cultivated for its wide range uh, of benefits that it has has real this is one of the essential oils that has a lot of benefits for the mind the body and the soul uh, it is used on a physical level you can use it to balance the hormones so it's 
how I'd say one of the best essential oils to balance the the female hormones and to work with it during the time of PMS. So whenever that time comes or whenever you're struggling with hormonal issues, it is can it be really beneficial to try to bring geranium essential oil into your life as really really nice uh, way to use it is to put it in a massage oil and um, you know massage it into your skin every time after your shower or before bed and you know you really do that as a ritual to nourish your skin and to get the the healing properties of essential oil into your body not only into the skin but uh, into the bloodstream to help with with regulating your hormones now a really nice um, body oil that i like to use is apricot uh, oil base oil or fractionated coconut oil. If you like uh, the smell of coconut oil, use the the virgin coconut oil if you like that. That also has that thicker consistency. If you don't like the smell of coconut oil, then use fractionated coconut oil. And you would do um, probably like one ounce, try like one ounce or two, let's say two ounces, so you have enough for body oil. Um, of base oil, apricot oil, or coconut oil, and then you add about 10 to 20 drops of geranium essential oil to it, um, mix it, and then use that um, for for your after after shower beauty beauty skin ritual. It is calming and soothing for the skin as well. Uh, for example, if you had too much sun and you want to calm your skin or insect bites and stuff like that it's also an insect repellent so it's really nice if you put it on and you go outside and you don't want to use the chemical stuff geranium is a an insect repellent too it supports a, a sore throat so if you have a sore throat again in an oil just uh, blended into the oil first and then you just um, rub it into the into your throat a really nice blend if you like to blend um, geranium it has that perfect middle note uh, that is also used in perfumery and really nice to blend it with uh, an oil that is more grounding like sandalwood and then add like a pop in there like peppermint or if you like more like a citrus uh, you can add like uh, bergamot or lemon orange in there but i like the blend geranium sandalwood and peppermint it's a really fun blend and you would do two drops of geranium or let's say four to five drops of geranium so you have um they're a little bigger bigger part because geranium is not from this smell is not as strong as peppermint and you don't want the peppermints to overpower it so you want to do probably like around five drops of geranium and you can play with this too five drops of geranium one of sandalwood or two or three and then just one of peppermint you want to be very 
easy on the peppermint because otherwise it's gonna overpower it and you can try like you can you can do it in a different way and then again you use that you can use the unblended oil uh, or undiluted oil uh, directly in your diffuser or again you blend it here and then you put it to your base oil Oh, we're talking about all the beautiful things and the beautiful smells and the beautiful crystals. We are moving on to the next transit and that's going to be maybe a little bit of a shock to all that slow, steady beauty. Um, on Thursday, the 21st, the nodes are forming a square to Saturn. I haven't talked about the nodes yet. So let's talk a little bit about the nodes for a moment. The nodes in astrology are not planets. They are points in the sky. So mathema mathematically um, calculated points in the sky where the sun and moon cross paths. So there are points in the sky. We have a north node and we have a south node. The north node is the point or is that represents the collective vibe or energy that we're moving toward so that what we feel like we want and we're moving to that and it feels good to move toward that and the south node is what we want to let go and release the north node right now and they switch into a new sign each uh, 18 months right now the north node is in taurus and Taurus, again, is that grounding, um, that steady energy. And if you think about what happened the last two years, this is what everybody's talking about. This is what everybody's craving is that grounding again, that we don't want any surprises anymore at this point. We just want life to come back to normal, to sometimes even to that boring normal, that steadiness to get our financial security back or not only financial but get get our security back to uh, come back to our relationships to come back to our values that have changed our where we re-evaluated our values and just to come back to that more stability I talk to so many people, everybody is talking about when does it come back to normal? They just want to be back to normal. So this is where we're all moving towards. This is what we all crave, where the south node is Scorpio, which is um, which is influenced by Pluto. And that is the transformation, destruction, which we have all seen the last the last years and so we want to let that go so that is the a little bit about the nodes and now the nodes form and they're always the axis so they're this opposition again which we can call an axis the north is taurus and the south is the opposition the opposite is scorpio and they form a square to Saturn. Saturn, again, is our challenge, uh, restriction, our teacher. And that one that, you know, comes, that, that teacher, that 
uh, father figure that comes back and says, hey, we, we need to change this or we need to do this or you can't do this. So it can be, it can, it can come up things about your values or something about your values and your relationships where you find yourself in a challenge, where you find yourself in a challenge. Uh, and remember, challenges are always the opportunity to change something for the better. So again, talking about Saturn and that teacher that comes comes to you and says, this is, this is not good. You have to do this in, in a different way. So restricting you or, you know, rigid telling you what you're supposed to do and, and not to do can help you to get to the next level so even if it feels at this time um like a restriction or just like a roadblock think about it, it could feel like a roadblock but then in in the long run it's going to be something that change if you look back that changed your life for the better coming to the last two transits that are both on Sunday. So both on Sunday, the 24th of April, we have two exact transits. And they're also, so we have a lot in Taurus this week. Everything is in Taurus this week. We have Mercury that is in Taurus, forms a square with Saturn in Aquarius. And then we also have Mercury and Taurus, obviously, because it's the same, uh, forms a sextile with Neptune. So Mercury at the same time forms a square with Saturn and a sextile with Neptune. Let's start this one with this time with the one that is a little trickier. The square. Square again is a tension, a conflict. Mercury is our mind, our communication, and our also our learning and teaching and so what we think and what we say and that forms a square with Saturn again that authority uh, reality check uh, restricting energy um, that energy that feels a little cold and lonely and so in this connection, and it is at 23 degrees and 53 minutes and exact at 8.50 a.m. So in this combination, it is really good to focus on things that requires your sharp focus on one thing. So if you need to edit things to uh, work something, finances, bookkeeping, where it's one task where you fully immerse your mind into. It's not a good day to work on something very broad, big, creative, or create a strategy for a, a business, but it is good to focus in. Your mind is critical and sharp, and you have high standards, but it's not the time for that broadness, but to really that focus. Now on the downside, 
this transit might bring a feeling of heavy or difficult thoughts. If you tend to depression, you might feel depressed during this day or just being general, a little more pessimistic. It is a very hard transit to think positive. So the tendency here is to withdraw from people, everything around you, and to feel lonely instead of getting out and confront people. So how do we deal with that? Um, the best way is to know, to recognize that this is the day where you see the dark side of life life rather than the light side and, and the sunlight and uh, you will see all the imperfections and all the flaws so maybe not the best best time to go out and socialize and especially you, you probably won't feel like doing that either instead focus or use that focus that sharp mind to go in deep and get those things edited out and get those things done that you need to get done and so the transit that helps you during this day is the also the mercury forming the sextile with neptune this is a totally different energy and again a sextile is that energy that we have to work with in order to make it make that shift and neptune is all about oneness and finding that uh, compassion with other people and just being open for everything. So it's really a kind of like an opposite of the of the previous one or the, the square with Saturn. This one is at 24 degrees, 23 minutes at 5.37 p.m. So this one might really help you through that pessimistic other uh, transit or the transit of Mercury square Saturn. It might help you to find that humility if you um, remember you have those difficult thoughts and you find all the flaws and all the negative. So, you know, naturally working with people around you, you might say things that, you know, on other days you might not say. And this transit here helps you to... to see that and to not only apologize but to really make amends and and try to make the situation better that you might have done something that you know you, re you regret probably later it usually would stimulate your imagination in a very positive way and make you sensitive and aware for subtler aspects in the world around you. And it, and it still will do that because the other transit is that, my, that your mind is very focused. You have a really high, uh, your mind is really alert. So you will have that sensitivity and that awareness here too but because of the other transit and because they influence each other 
it might not be as positive because we still have that square which is like dragging you down but you'll have that sensibility to see what is going out what is going on around you in this world and to use your intuition more and to just notice things that you usually might not notice about people and you might be surprised about the insights that you get about people again because of the mercury square saturn that you know lets you see only the flaws and the negative things maybe it is just a time to you know realize what is going on but not to act on it not to tell the people oh well you suck <laughs> or this sucks and this is all bad and this is all shit what are you doing but to maybe think that realize that notice that and then just you know just put it to the side you can write it down just put it to the side maybe not communicate communicate that and if maybe you're done with focusing your energy, maybe your mind is tired from focusing your energy, doing your finances or editing or whatever you're going to do on that day, maybe you have some time to read into other things that open up your mind about dreams or spiritual things or like more things that bring you away from that, um, that, um, focused mind on the errors and the finances and the numbers into like something a little different that opens up your mind into a different way all right mystical friends that was it for this week so a lot of taurus remember all these tools if you don't work with crystals don't work with essential oils you still you're still in the game no worries you're still in the game work especially during this week but in Taurus season with all your senses so every day take aside a little bit of time and this can be just a time during when you eat to not eat your food in front of the computer or your phone or TV or whatever, but to take time to just focus on your food with gratitude and to enjoy it with all your senses. Or maybe you go out on a walk, don't turn on your music and focus on everything around you, on the smells, on the beautiful flowers that you see, on everything beautiful around you. And you can do this focus on everything beautiful everywhere where you are. So everywhere you can drive in the car, uh, walk, or you know, wherever you are, whatever you do, you can always take that microsecond or maybe five seconds to just look around and point out all the beautiful things that you see. And that is already working with that Taurus energy. So with that, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing week. And um, if you liked the podcast, please leave me a five-star review and subscribe. And then hopefully I will talk to you next week.